The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to Thomas, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe because of the works themselves. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, and will do greater ones than these, because I am going to the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything of me in my name, I will do it. The Gospel of the Lord. I love this first reading from St. Paul. It's like he's going through a wonder rush, just totally taken up into this tremendous reality that God became man. Let's just stop right there. God became man, walked among us, died for our sins on the cross and rose from the dead. And everything that he said and everything that he did, from how he looked into people's eyes to how he stretched out his arms on the cross, they all reveal the tremendous love that the Father has for us. Who has seen Jesus has seen the Father and the Father is love and as Pope Francis says, his name is mercy. The fact that God became a human being, it just is mind-boggling. And it means that you and I, in this city of millions and millions of people, are really important, very important. I mean, God became man. He had eyes, hands, feet, a brain, eyes, ears, the idiosyncrasies of a personality, everything that makes a person a person, a human being, Jesus had. And that means we're important, tremendously important. God himself, whom this vast city of Manhattan that we think is so large is nothing but a speck of dust. God had hands like mine and eyes and ears and a heart that was much, much, much bigger, right? And this Lord, who is closer to us than we are even to ourselves, is inviting us into a relationship with Him. 
this question that Jesus raises here in the Gospel of John. Do you know me? Do you know me? This we can say, yes, Lord, I do know you because you became man and walked with us. But how can we come to know Jesus better? I have three ways. Three ways. Number one, stop the rush. Number two, open your heart. Number three, encounter the Lord in the sacraments. Let's briefly go through each one of these. Number one, stop the rush. If there's one thing that people do in New York, it's rush around. You know, I, have, I grew up in Minnesota, and um, I know I've become a New Yorker. I've lived here for 10 years. Do you know why I know I've become a New Yorker? Because I honk at people now, right? I just lay on the horn. I was traveling with a good friend of mine from Georgia, and this guy cut me off, and I just laid on the horn. And he looked at me, he's like, Father, you can't, you can't honk. You're a priest, and that, that's a consecrated hand. You know, you consecrate the Eucharist, you absolve sins with that. You can't use it to honk at people. And I was like, well, you know, Kevin, a honk in New York is a honk is different than a honk in Georgia, right? In Georgia, it means something else. Here it means, you know, the light just turned uh, green a second ago, right? It's actually an act of charity. So we need in this city that is designed for rushing. If you actually have ever looked at a map of Manhattan, you'll see it is raised, laid out like a grid so that you can get from point A to point B as quickly as possible in order to make as enough money as possible. This isn't the way that we find Jesus. You will not find him in the rush. We need to have a piazza mentality. If you've ever been to Rome, you will see how the streets of Rome are. It's like you took a bowl of spaghetti and threw it in the air, and it just landed. And that's the, they said, that's how we're going to design our city, right? It makes no sense until you find that all of these streets lead to this great little inventions called a piazza. And what do you do in a piazza? You sit down, you have a cup of espresso, and you do nothing. Nothing at all. That's ridiculous in Manhattan, that you would just waste time. But I'll tell you what, St. Teresa of Avila said that prayer is wasting time with the one that we know loves us. My friends, we need to slow down the rush carve out time in our busy life. Find the piazzas in this city built for rushing so that we can know the Lord. I promise you, when you slow it down, you create space, the Lord who is alive will reveal himself to you. Number two, number two, open your heart, open your heart. You may have even noticed that in these times where you, you do carve out time, right? You come here to this beautiful cathedral in the middle of the city or to an adoration chapel someplace else, that even as you carve out time, 
when you sit down in a quiet church, you're almost assaulted by the memories and the emotions and all of the things that you have to do. I feel it like the first time I swam in the ocean and this wave crashed down upon me and just drove me into the beach. That's how I feel sometimes after a real busy day. We have to learn how to float on all of these motions and memories and stress and let ourselves calm down. On the other side of that is our heart that we can open up to the Lord. I'll tell you how I pray. When I pray, I encounter first of all these emotions and these stresses of life and I wait for them to pass and then I visualize my heart which is the place where all of the things that make me me converge deep within and I imagine this door that I open and there is Jesus and he's sitting on this couch and he's smoking a cigar and I sit down next to him I, I think don't I can't believe I just said that in St. Patrick's Cathedral um, anyway I sit down next to him and I take out the scriptures and I just I say, Lord, what did you mean when you said this? And I pray. I pray in that way. So I invite you, whatever way helps you to open your heart to the Lord, to find that in your life. Number three, to encounter the Lord in the sacraments, the way that Jesus is with us now. The sacraments are the invisible made visible through the physical, through the physical. As our common experience today becomes even more virtual and more digital, the sacraments in my mind stand in direct opposition to this. To fully encounter the Lord, we have to get out from behind the screens of a computer, the screens of a television, the screens of our phone, and go to a church and there have water poured over our head or to chew on the body of the Christ, or to hear, I absolve you from your sins. This is how the Lord encounters us. We have to go to Him. He encounters us in our senses, through the sacraments, when we receive Him with faith. So, the three ways. Stop the rush of life. Number two, Open your heart, find your own piazza, and number three, receive the sacraments with faith. If we do this, we will be able to repeat with Thomas, Lord, thank you. I do know you, and through you, I have seen the Father.